Warning, explicit content, listener discretion is advised, buckle up. This just in, breaking news, what, you call this shit news? Before we're recording, I was just talking shit about Bert, Bert Kreischer and Amy Schumer because I don't want to get anywhere in stand-up comedy. <laughs> Dave Stone's coming to New Hampshire in like August, so I'm gonna try and get him to come come guest on this podcast. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. He's I enjoy David's Dave Stone. Yeah, he's a, he seems like a good guy. Mm-hmm. I would uh, if we make him food just from what I know of him from listening to their podcast, he would definitely come over. It, he would do most, the amount, most anything for food. The, the amount that he loves barbecue, we would have to try and uh, get him to come to Cecil's. Yeah. yeah. We could do that. Yeah. he would. Where is he playing? I think Wally's on Hampton Beach. Yeah, well, I'm not going there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to get stabbed just That's to go to work. What? That's a good place? Yeah. Have you been there? Of course. Every time I've been there, something... Who have you seen Fairly play at Wally's? You, please don't tell me you went there for food. I wandered in there to pick someone up and didn't like I was it one of those uh fishing hole horse? Yes, it was it was the lady of the lake. Mm-hmm. And uh <clears throat> this was years ago and I wandered in and I didn't know what was happening. And I don't know if you've ever accidentally wandered into a guar show. But that's something you have to be prepared for. <laughs> sure. I was at the very last guar show in New Hampshire. Because yeah. they're not allowed to play here anymore. It was in 1990. It was a while ago. Was it? Wait, maybe then. Mm-hmm. Was it? Mm-hmm. This was not 1990. I. It was something like that then. I could have swore it was a Guar show. No, they haven't played in New Hampshire in over 30 years. <sighs> Here's this story I apparently completely made up. There was something crazy going on there with fucking people in suits. Mm. Huh? It well, definitely wasn't Slipknot. Slipknot I've seen Slipknot well. live. And definitely not at Wally's. Yeah. Um, don't ask me why I saw Winger's playing there in two weeks. That's who it was. I apologize. Pretty sure. Is that like a a British band? Winger? It's pronounced aluminium. Molybdenum. Well, it's, yeah. Polystyrene. Fuck everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, What were we talking about? Check with a Q. I got new jeans. I'm very excited about button fly. No, I'm wearing them right now. It's the greatest jeans I've ever. I've Are they ever green? Worn. Are they no, they're normal jean colored. They're they're, jeans. they're not normal yeah. jean colored. They're dark. These are like I think. Have I have I talked? Uh, I bought another pair of where I really wanted just like comfortable fucking jeans. Like jeans you just fucking. Yes, comfortable fucking jeans. Yeah. Um, no, but like stretchy jeans essentially. It's like I'll like be folding the laundry and my wife's jeans will be like, I could pull these motherfuckers forever. I was like, why do women get fucking comfy jeans? Because of hips. Yeah, because of hip hop? Um, no, because of hips. Yeah, well, no, it's also because, I don't know why. Because of so cunts. A while ago, a couple years ago, I, when I was like, I happened to be in like the best shape ever. It was when I was getting ready to compete in Las Vegas. So I was like 205 pounds or something like that. I was like... I'm going to go buy more comfortable jeans. So <clears throat> I bought them for the size I was then, which makes them now aspirational jeans. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were a tiny bit stretchy, 
the the material, but the waistband was still a normal jeans waistband, which the least comfortable part of jeans, especially after like going out to dinner, is the fucking waistband. So I found these jeans, which are all stretchy, including the waistband. Has it got a Velcro waistband? No, no. It looks. Hey, I'm gonna stand up. You wait, can wait. Des- you can describe what you're seeing. You, so you you have an elastic waistband in your. In I'm your gonna show jeans. you. Don't you worry about it. You can you can. I'm gonna step away from the mic here. Okay. Gary's getting up. All right. I guess they are normal jean color. He almost just... All right. He's oh, he's doing squats. He's... Oh, he, he, look he, at that. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and they're... But you have a belt. Yeah. Is that built into the pants? They're so stretchy that... But even the belt? Oh, yeah. The belt is stretchy. Yeah, I'm going full comfort. You got... It's weird. You're not a super fat man, but you got super fat man pants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that... Yeah, so he's wearing a a waist size thirty eight to fifty four pants. <laughs> these are these are thirty these are thirty sixes. Well, thirty six to fifty two. Like, right, yeah. But then, so I was like, all right. I don't, hold on. I was like, all right, you know, I got these pants, but they're a little too stretchy. So they're now they're like falling off if I have shit in my pockets. So I was like, I'm not gonna send them back because they are comfy. Um, you know what what you, do I do? You pull your balls up into the waistband, <laughs> yeah. and that it's like a place. No, keeper. you get stretchy fucking belt. Why do you get a stretchy belt? Because you don't want a rigid belt to fuck up your stretchy situation. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. I. Is this so did you get the Did you get the matching suspenders coming in? Are you gonna get suspenders too? No, <laughs> but look. Uh, yeah, I'm look. Yeah, how how tight does that keep your pants up though? Like it's stretchy. Pretty good. Yeah, it keeps them on. I can put stuff in my pockets. It's fine. But I'm so comfy right now. I mean, like I'm not flexible enough to show you the potential of these pants. All right, we need like stunt legs. In I mean, here. my under like the way I wear pants is totally different than you because I have no ass to hold my pants up. I don't have much of an ass either. No, but you also don't have a ginormous gut forcing my pants down to the ground at any given moment. Yeah, you you like ratchet a belt on. Yeah, I have to. Which like that seems uncomfortable. Oh, it is. It's digging can, into me at all times. Can I suggest a stretchy, a stretchy belt? belt. <laughs> the pants will be around my ankles. No, with- we got to try this. We got to try it. That's all I'm saying. Do you want to try it on my belt? What size is the belt? Uh, it's up to like 42 or something like that. I mean, I'm Because it's so I'm stretchy. I'm 40 waist now. All right, let's try this motherfucker. All right, hold on. Oh, yeah. Down goes Frazier. Uh, so it looks like Gary's taking his <laughs> belt off. Why didn't we do this on video? And, uh... Scott's taking his belt off too. Yeah, take a take a take a gander. Wow, it's it's a uh, it's a uh, high quality. It is, Could, is it stretchy? Yeah, this is this is the future. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. Get it in there. Oh yeah, Just thread it through there. Deeper. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's. Like it's, a, it's like a case for a disc man. <laughs> yeah, it was originally made for the fetish community. <laughs> oh, stretchy belts. 
Nebraska? Yeah. Yeah, get it in there. Did you buy this out of storage? You ordered it I ordered it on online. Did did a lot of belt research. Yeah. Huskyfucks.net. <laughs> yeah. Um hey, hey, discomforthatred.com. It's working. Don't like it. No? Why? What it's, give me a full review. It's it's not snug enough against my body. Like I can just yeah, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> the pants are down, ladies and gentlemen. The pants are down. I just used a thumb and pulled my <laughs> pants down. <laughs> okay. So you could, you could, yeah. No, all right. You could tighten that up, but all right, yeah. Toss it back there. So I'll show you. You could see I will. This is a new belt for me. This just is. Jiggle it into the microphone. Yeah. There you go. The you go, this has only been like two weeks, but you can also s already see the curvature of the belt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll watch this all day long. Reverse stripping. I don't normally put the belt on when the pants are already on. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. I put the belt <laughs> into the pants and then. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's never occurred to me before. No. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. <laughs> Uh, well, I just like leave this because you know I watch jeans once a fortnight. Um, yeah, yeah. I've been wearing I've been wearing these jeans for five days now. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be a longer time period. I'm not gonna lie to you. But I did go for a hike earlier. They're full of ball sweat. Some of it's mine. <laughs> All right. Now watch watch the ratchet maneuver. I've seen him do this after a good yard piss. Yeah. So it's yeah. I think it's I'm on the third notch now. Yeah. So. See, that just looks so uncomfortable. Yeah, but it ain't going anywhere. Yeah, it also, it probably, I mean, this probably would work for you if you didn't have so much dog shit in your pockets. So it would probably work for you if you weren't so fucking fat. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I will say I'm honestly disappointed that this belt didn't work for you. I thought I was going to, like, open a whole new realm of comfort for yeah. you. yeah. I only, well, so I went out to eat with um, uh, a lady of the lake uh, a couple weeks ago, and <laughs> it was right after I bought this belt, because like, so I had been wearing another belt for three, four months, and I was on the very last hole, like not like the tightest, or not the loosest, but the tightest, and I was like, all right, I could punch another hole into it but i really just need to because i've you know i've lost a little weight this this year so far and i was like i just need to get a smaller belt and so i'm on the third hole on this one but i had only been wearing it a couple days we got out dinner and i like tucked my shirt in put it on and we were sitting there for 45 minutes and i was like i'm pretty uncomfortable right now like this is digging into me bad but i wasn't going to say anything because i was out on a date and then when I got like to the bathroom, I looked and I had done an extra hole. It was on the fourth hole. So it was like really digging into me. And I was like, stupid. But, you know, I'm doing it by feel because I can't see it because, you know, husky. Yep. So this was a, this was a, an ice hut <laughs> lady. No. Okay. She didn't, she didn't smell like trout. No. No. Okay. No. 
Smelled like trout, propane, and frostbitten limbs. Yeah. She smelled like apple pie hummus. Oh, yummy. Yum a dum dum. <laughs> so, my older child has really, uh, still three years old, it'll be four soon, really discovered his penis lately. Mm-hmm. So, every time I take him in for a shit like he's always wanted us to leave the room when he's taking a shit which i don't blame him you don't need to grump one out while someone's making eye contact with you depends on what you're into <clears throat> he's not into it as it turns out so he's like how does know. he feel about other people's toothbrushes he doesn't care hmm. yeah he would do it um so now each time i come back in the room he has already shit and he tells me to go away and he's like fucking sprawled out on the toilet like sp- almost as spread eagle as you can get while sitting on a toilet yep. with a fucking boner, just slapping it around. Yep. And he's like, "Daddy, go away." And I'm like, "Buddy, I'm we're not sitting here all day while you play with your penis." And he's like, "Why not?" I'm like, "Man, that is, I don't, I got nothing. You can't really argue with nope, that. Nope, I got nothing. But he's like, I don't have a job to get to. <laughs> yeah, but but we're gonna wipe you anyway and and get this show on the road. <clears throat> so there's, I have two stories revolving around did, this. Did, so. I don't remember because it was a while ago when I was that age. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kids don't get blue balls, do they? Like, no, they, no. like they can't. Like they don't produce anything yeah. to. No yogurt slinging, huh? Yeah. So could it? I mean, it's just a dry heave, I think. But can like how old, <laughs> like can kids that young have an orgasm i have no idea and i don't want to know i don't think he's go aiming for that i just think it no 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 it's just curiosity yeah yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, look at this silly thing what yeah, yeah. Doing? yeah so i come in i fucking clean him up he's still got a boner i'm fucking wiping his ass and i say something to him about him being my little boy and he was like i'm not your little boy i'm mommy's little boy i was like okay cool thanks yeah and I was like, what about Everett, you know, his little brother? And he goes, no, he's my little boy. He says that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. He likes his little brother, which is kind of nice. And then I was like, so I don't have a little boy? And he goes, don't worry, daddy. When I get older, I'm going to make you one with this. And he points at his dick. And I didn't know that he had had like a semi-birds and the bees conversation with my wife. Yeah. She, where she gave him a rough overview. So I was in shock. Yeah. Like, wait, what? Like, he's just figuring shit out yeah, on the this fly. This kid's a fucking genius. Um, and then, so that was a week or two ago, like yesterday. You a granddad now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a little boy. Yeah, he's well, he's ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the mother is Jada Pinkett Smith as a little throwback. Nice. The kid's going to suck. Yeah. Um, certainly be bald. Oh, too yeah, soon? But, um, so <laughs> Katie walks in and he's on the toilet again mm-hmm. and He's got his hands as like a little dome mm-hmm. over his over his dick, and it's he's erect again. And he was like, "Mommy, do you know what I have under here?" And she was like, "Oh Jesus, what do you got?" <laughs> and he goes, he opens his hand, he goes, "It's a beautiful, beautiful flower." <laughs> and he opens his hands, <laughs> which um, you know, if I was single, I would use that as a pickup line mm-hmm. and then get arrested because mm-hmm. you can't do that at a bar. But some bars you can. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, we're not going to discuss which, but yeah. So ever it's a it's an adventure every time he takes a shit now. Oh, do you know that is pretty? That is pretty exciting. I do like the beautiful flower story. <laughs> so something uh, something happened last week, and um, that I just figured out uh, about an hour ago. 
Did you uh, get beautiful, beautiful, deflowered? I did. Uh, also, um, we had our this podcast's five year anniversary last week. Wait, what? Yeah, our first episode came out on March twenty first, twenty seventeen. That's that's fucking mind blowing. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we we definitely slowed down because of COVID, and but we have what? What is this? People one one seventy two something like this that. This is one eighty one eighty. This is one eighty one. Actually, the last episode that we just did several minutes ago is one eighty. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I think our numbers got fucked up somewhere. Um, that's crazy. Five years. Mm-hmm. Fuck. At this rate, we're gonna be dead in like six minutes. I would hope so. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, oh, there's some. Yeah, you. Uh, you're gonna be dead well before. Five us. years ago, you <laughs> didn't have any kids. We both had a dog. Yeah, a lot of changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, I feel like if we had the licensing, we could play some uh, Circle of Life on here, a little Disney music, but mm-hmm. we can't. Um, wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. If you asked me, I would have said three years. Yeah. Well, I was trying to figure that out because I just gave him epi- the first episode of season seven of This Is My Truth. Tell me How are you breaking down your seasons? Well, so the first year I did two seasons because I did that road trip. Uh, what are you shaking your head about? I'm just listening now. You're silently Some correcting sort of me in your head. Um, yeah, I don't know how I got seven seasons out of it, but... Uh, it basically, I think after the first two seasons, it was every year was another season. Okay. So this is the beginning of season seven. Wow. Yep. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But season six only had three episodes in it because, you know, it was 2021 and it was yeah. tough. Yeah. People didn't want your coughing all up on them. Which I don't get. Yeah. I was into it. Mm-hmm. But I still wasn't allowed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> News of our demise. Uh, it's one of those. Well, this is one of those where the the fucking headline asks more questions than it answers. Mm-hmm. Please stop putting COVID nineteen test solution in your eyes and nose. FDA says. Hmm. I feel like I could just leave it there. Um. Why are? That would be one of those. So why is a question I don't think we're going to get answered here. So the FDA is alerting Americans to the potential dangers of at-home COVID-19 tests after receiving reports of people egregiously misusing them, resulting in injuries. Um, Injuries after people used the kit's liquid test solution as eye drops or stuck the solution up their noses. That one I can at least like see some sort of logic connection. You're putting the thing in your nose anyways. Yeah. Um, but it's it, still dumb, but like, I get it. But why are you throwing this shit in your eyeballs? But it's test solution. It's not like it's the not, test. Yeah. It's not <laughs> Benadryl or it's not like, it doesn't help anything. It just lets mm-hmm. us know that you've got the yuckies. It doesn't fix yep. the yuckies. Yeah. This is after they sent all the free ones out to anybody. So sure. Yeah, no, I understand that. I just feel like they don't need to send a warning about it because the people that are getting injured are idiots. Yeah. So it should be okay. We want them to be injured. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, you know, all joking aside, like overpopulation is a huge problem in the planet. Yeah. And I said, yeah. easy way to solve it, just a five-year moratorium on any safety warnings. 
and just yeah. you know the Darwin Awards will be handed out you know every three months instead of once a year, and we'll you know get rid of the lowest common denominator. I mean, COVID helped us a little bit. Sure, <laughs> I won't illuminate how. I mean, Vince Neal's still here, so it didn't work Is he? perfectly. I mean, he's here as much as he's ever gonna be <laughs> yeah. in in body more than in spirit. Mm. Vince Neal, do you think that's a wig? Do I think Vince Neal's hair is a wig? No, I don't think so. I don't. Yeah, he looks like f- his hair looks like Golem's hair. Why would you have that wig? Yeah, I don't think he has the wherewithal to maintain a wig at this point. He can't <laughs> remember the words to "girls, girls, girls." No. <laughs> I know you do. And you know what's amazing is, uh, even though I know you've sat in with a lot of different bands throughout the years, you've never played with Motley Crue, have you? Nope. But somehow you've managed to retain the words to that, you know, endlessly timeless, uh, <laughs> you know. I would do that tour in one second. Do do what to who? Oh, you would do that tour. I thought you yeah. said I would do that to her in one second. No, I'm no, like, no, I think no. we're thinking of different songs. <laughs> Not Veronica. Yes, that's actually what I was thinking. Of. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. I know you do. That's why I sang the song. By Declan McManus. That's his real name? Yep. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I don't give a shit about Vince him. Vince Neal's real name is Vince Neal Horton. That, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Tommy Lee is Tommy Lee Bass. Yeah. Really? Yep. Yeah. Frank Carlton. Why would he not keep the name Tommy Lee Bass? Because he's like, Tommy Lee sounds cooler. I'm like, no, it just sounds shorter. Yeah. Yeah. Like, bass is like... Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a drummer, so it's a little misleading, I yeah. guess. Maybe he's also Greek, yeah. And then Frank Carlton Serafino is Nikki Six. I yeah, I'd probably go with Nikki Six. I forget what Mick Mars' real name is, but he doesn't matter. He's a goddamn bridge troll. <laughs> he is. He is solidifying. <laughs> I mean, he's. He's the least talented musician in a band that also features Vince Neil. <laughs> he looks like a tadpole. <laughs> I mean, he's got a very serious disease. The part that sounds like a car revving. Yeah, his spine is fusing together. I think his whole body is fusing together. Yeah. And his solo with Dr. Feelgood is really good. The talk box solo? Yeah. All right. <laughs> That seemed like a uh, that seemed like a passive aggressive agree to disagree. He's the only member of Motley Crue that Nikki Six has a tattoo of their face on his body. Why? Because Nikki Six is like he's the greatest guitarist of all time. I'm like he's not even the greatest guitarist in your band, and he's the only <laughs> guitarist in your band. He's a pretty good guitar. Player. I mean, he's a pretty average guitar player. Wow. He's a pretty famous guitar player. Can we agree on that? Somebody has to play guitar every night, and that's him. It's true. (laughs) I think if you were to ask 100 Motley Crue fans standing in line at a Motley Crue show who their favorite member of the band is, two of those 100 people are going to (laughs) say Mick Mars, and those are his parents. Sure, but that's that's because he's outweighed by the talent of the other musicians. And by Vince Neil. (laughs) And by Tommy Lee's huge hog. 
Uh, also, I just read the headline <laughs> of this next thing, and I agree. Have you had COVID yet? Yeah. You have? Yeah, I had it in 2020 in February. Oh, I've never had it. Mm, well, let's get you some. Why don't you run and read the fucking headline? People who haven't had COVID yet probably have no friends, a Korean doctor says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Gary, you don't have any friends. That's, I'm fine with that. I Fuck mean, you didn't leave the house for like 14 months. It's, it's probably longer than that. Yeah. The adults who have not yet been infected with COVID-19 are those who have interpersonal problems. Mm-hmm. Ma Sang-hyuk, uh, who is vice president of the Korean Vaccine Society, wrote on Facebook that seems like a large contingent in Korea. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of like agoraphobiacs and fucking... That's, that's a big generalization <laughs> for a man of science. I am not a man of science, but I also know people that live in Korea and like they play I think like... he meant the doctor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um... He reportedly deleted the post. So there you go. Um, it emphasized how difficult it is for anyone to avoid the virus in a situation where there is a high rate of confirmed cases in the area. Blah, was blah, he blah, actually blah. being serious or was he just kind of being funny? I think he was being serious. Hmm. He didn't seem like much of a jokester. But they also do live in relatively close quarters. So unless you're flat out not leaving your house, like... I guess you are going to get it. But they also didn't get hit nearly as hard as we did, even on a per capita basis. So, right. I guess but I not. also feel like, so I had it before we knew what it was and like, what before we, it was cool. Yeah. I was into, I was into their first album, but after that, yeah. Uh, but like, since we knew about like wearing masks, stuff like that, like, you know, I went another 21 months without getting it a gain and I, you know, worked in public. Yeah, I work at a grocery store. And a lot of my coworkers got it. So I, I, I mean, I, I was like. You could have got an asymptomatic case and just not known. Yeah. And that's always possible, but whatever. I mean, you also had like some natural immunity built up. And then by then you got like vaccines and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then the numbers died down. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever. I'm fucking pretty done with it at this point. I, di- mm. I, did, I paid my dues. What I'm trying to say is maybe the cure for COVID is in my lady friend's butthole. All right. I'm listening. Because um, I've, I've tossed her salad quite regularly over the last two years, and I haven't gotten COVID once. since. Right. So Always the same lady? Yeah, because we, um, we started dating after I had it in, in February of 2020, mm-hmm. and haven't had it since then. Is this a generalization about like uh, doo doo molecules being some no, sort I of think, cure? No, I think maybe specifically her butthole. Okay, some sort of uh, like rainforest medicine man, fountain of youth, like cure all. Could be. Okay. Some panacea, mm-hmm. butthole panacea. What? There's no coral in there. <laughs> I've looked. Um, is this still the same lady that you're? Oh yeah, hanging yeah. a boat with now. Uh-huh. Yeah. She listened to this podcast. <laughs> no. Is she about to? Okay. No. <laughs> Certainly not. Um. That's probably for the best. <laughs> Has she ever? Or she? No, just... no, never. I mean, she knows that I do it. Okay. No interest. Why? She doesn't like poo-poo and pee-pee talk. I, I made a p- 
poop joke like nine months ago and she's like um so i don't like those so maybe i know like you're tell a lot of jokes and stuff but maybe not around me i'm not i don't want to hear those i was like all right get them drawers off so i'm just gonna say this anyway but shoot but but she wants you to lick her asshole uh, it's not so much that she wants to as okay. she permits it to happen okay yeah you're a troubled man <laughs> i thought you were doing this to be nice no no <laughs> I didn't know you were at the fucking Golden Corral. <laughs> they do have that endless fountain of butterscotch pudding. Does she have, does she have a sneeze guard above her asshole? Yeah, yeah. Still, turn back. <laughs> turn back. Uh, uh, well, next. <laughs> this is a story. So look at this fuck weasel. Mm-hmm. Give me uh, give me your impressions of this guy and his tattoo selection. He thinks he loves Jesus, but he also, because he's got a giant cross on one of his titties, but then he's got two sets of brass knuckles. One set. Oh, yeah. One set. He's <laughs> two got brass two, knuckles. He's got a pair of brass knuckle and something creeping around the back. I don't know. His, his hat's on backwards. He's neat. Pretty neat. So he's dead now. Good. Yep. No. Um, you mean no. Why not? Wait for it. So, this guy was jet skiing, uh, as yep. evidenced by he this. He deserves it then. By this jet ski here. So, he. He owned a yellow jet ski? Yeah, I guess. So, his name is Drew Morgan, 29, of South Carolina. And he picked up a friend of his. Uh, what's her name? Scabies. <laughs> Probably. Is there blood on that chair? Don't you worry about it. Uh, yeah, don't worry about it. Oh, this stuff happened here. Yep. So uh, I forgot the woman's name. I can't seem to find it. Morgan something? Oh, no, that's his name. Morgan. So anyway, it doesn't matter. He had this broad with him, and uh, and she remarked that he was acting fairly erratically when she showed up to go jet skiing with him. And um, Was his Creed tattoo brand new? Is that why, maybe? Yeah. Um, so yet she was like, you're acting crazy. Let's get on this fucking jet ski. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they shot out onto the, I guess it was a lake. Um, yeah, there's no ocean in North Carolina. Oh, That's South Carolina. True. Oh, yeah, there is. Yeah, there is an ocean on both of those. Mm-hmm. Um, they shot out Lake Kowee. K-O, I mean, K-E-O-W-E-E. Uh-huh. Yeah, got it. Um, they shot out there and went crazy, and they... It spun out of control and they they fell off. And I guess neither of them were what would be described as swimmers. Oh, I thought you were going to say sober. No, he wasn't, I guess. So, uh, and they didn't have life vests on. So they were in the midst of uh, attempting to die through water inhalation. Yeah. When, <clears throat> where is he? John Dotson uh, Jr., a 74-year-old good Samaritan, went over with his pontoon boat, as seen here, bespeckled. Uh-huh. Um, I'm, lo- I'm loving this story so far. Pulled them onto the boat, and the girl that was with him was very thankful. And then the 29-year-old Brass Knuckley started just throwing fucking haymakers and going bananas. Actually... At the old man? Yep. Yeah, so the old man, like, fucking basically started giving him CPR, and the guy got up and started just going crazy. And Wait, then, was he giving him some mouth to mouth? 
I don't think, think so. so. Oh, okay. Um. So then, because Jesus don't like no homos. That's all I'm saying. That's true. So then, uh, he started throwing fucking pushing people around and hitting people and hit uh-huh. this guy's wife. And the 74 year old dude apparently pushed Brass Knuckle McGee off the boat because nothing like losing a fucking fight to a septuagenarian. Right. And the guy like brought him back on board somehow and the guy went crazy again and was going after the guy's wife. So this dude pulled She's out a gun. She's super hot. She was 70. So, so yeah. Yeah. Nana Gash. She's our lead singer. Yep. You would recognize her. Yeah. As uh, Majora Labia <laughs> behind the MIC. So um, that's with the nine candles, but you light one each <laughs> night. Yeah. It's 28 candles, and then the, the one after that is bloody. Uh, <laughs> that's a good face. Uh huh. I heard something about a gun. <laughs> Speaking of bloody. Uh, on point tonight. Uh, so then he shot this guy. Yeah. Guy fell back in the water because got shot. Mm-hmm. And this this good Samaritan, uh, John, uh, whatever, Dotson, pulls this guy back on after shooting him and starts to try to give him CPR again. Didn't where, work this time. Where did he time. shoot him? Uh, in the body. I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know exactly where. But um, this guy's female friend was like, listen, like, this is somebody I knew. He was acting weird that day. I'm going to, like, mourn him, but he deserved to get shot. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. she was like, and I, you know, I owe, I, owe this, I owe this other guy my life because I would be dead if he didn't fucking save us yep. several times <laughs> despite... Uh, she had an eventful afternoon. She really did. And, and here's just... Before you go on a high-powered watercraft that can murder you, first, can you swim? Yep. If the box is yes, still probably put on a life vest, but fine, whatever. If it's no, definitely put on a life vest. If the person you're about to go on the jet ski with is acting erratically, slurring their words, and like, I don't know, probably fist-fighting trees and whatnot Uh with arboreal rage... Don't go on the jet ski. Don't do that. You made you you're like six bad decisions deep by the time you get to getting saved by an old man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, in the sage words of T-Boz and Chili, don't go chasing waterfalls. Please yeah. stick to the rivers and lakes that you use. Well, to. lakes in this in this scenario is potentially dangerous. Still, that's true. Yeah. Stick to the rivers and small Stick creeks. Stick by Abner Dodson and his and his Nanagash. Yeah, I don't know why they have so many pictures of all this blood. Like I get it. I know what happens when what's, you shot. What's what's the white driving gloves next to them too? Um, it's kind of a Michael Jackson situation. I'm not sure. Hmm. There would be only one glove, I suppose. Yeah. Um, perhaps Tito Jackson. So I guess what all this this guy was so pissed because they weren't going to get his jet ski back. Yeah. I mean, it's yellow. Yeah. Like, like, let's save your life first, and then, you know, maybe we'll go get the jet ski. It's Sounds not like going anywhere. kind of a, it's a ungrateful fucking, prick. Yeah, not anymore. He's, uh, they recovered empty cans of Michelob Ultra. That's how he was keeping that figure that you saw. Mm-hmm. Um, some, uh. Guy seems pretty awesome. Marijuana and drug paraphernalia, including up bong, pipes, and up blunt. They're awaiting the. 
Uh, toxicology reports he is survived by a 10-year-old son. He's a scrub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't want no scrubs mm-hmm. if we're sticking to that era of music. Also known as a busta. Yeah. No. No Mark-ass bustas. Um, my kid's favorite song right now is... Uh, what is it? Uh, what is it? Shoop, shoop, doop by Salt and Pepper. What's the title of that? Song? Salt and a Pepper. It's yeah. called Shoop. Yeah, yeah, I got it right. Yeah. Um, here I go. He here I go. Here I go again. Girls, what's my weakness? Men. Okay, mm-hmm. then. Yeah, I hear it a lot in my car because he requests it. I saw those dumpster fires live at Woodstock '94. Wow. Why you got to be like that? Mm. All right. What do you got? Finish, finish no, your in, in lieu of this week's recent events, I won't make comments about uh, black ladies' appearances. Okay, fair deal. Was he, were either of them bald? No. Okay. Well, there you go. Did they perform okay? No, nah, they're fine. Okay. <laughs> they did. They used a lot of backing tracks. I hate that. But it was also, to be fair, you know, at a rock festival, it was one of the first times I had ever seen like an R and B vocal group performing live yeah so this next story is also going to turn into murder potentially a bit of a request so if i am if i precede you either of you by shuffling off this mortal coil yep throw your body at vince neal close so oddly close i request this um treatment i suppose i feel like this would be a good final act so uh a human corpse ejected from a van in new jersey crash involving a horse trailer so they were uh, um uh, a corpse was being transported to a funeral home flew out of a van after a crash in New Jersey involving five vehicles including a horse trailer was there a horse in the horse trailer yeah the horse was fine um, three people suffered minor injuries one corpse suffered flight um, the, was was it in a casket or just in the back it was in of like, a station wagon it was in like a I think like a bo- is there a picture of him in the, the body was on a stretcher wrapped in a sheet huh when it fell out of the back of a Honda Odyssey. That's not how you move a fucking body. Who's... Are there, like, rules about transporting a dead body? It depends how you got it, I think. <laughs> okay, so... If you made it dead, yeah, there's some rules. Like, so... Like, I want to be in an official vehicle of some sort. A hearse, an ambulance... That's my whole list. Yeah. It's too long. <laughs> I don't want to be in a Honda Odyssey. So let's say we're... So obviously, we're at a house. Yeah. Some I'm, sort of, I'm ready for this scenario. Some sort of health event happened, yeah. and Gary needs to go to the hospital. We put him in the car. We drive. He dies on the way. No harm, no foul. I sure. Mean, you know, they'll do an investigation. There's some harm in my respect. <laughs> sure. But... Same yeah. scenario, you're at the house, Gary doesn't feel good, uh, I need to go to a hospital, all right, we're getting ready to go, 
you die on the way and we throw your body <laughs> in the car to go to the hot like sure is that a crime at that point are no. you supposed to call i mean the if police? you like stop at a wendy's i think they're gonna probably find something to charge you with hmm. no um, no can you technically use um the carpool lane to go to the hospital yes. at that point yep all right i'm giving you that one i don't even care thank you so but you said this is a sad this is awesome I want to fly out of a car and not have be any the worse for wear because, you know, I'm already dead. You want to have the experience of doing I mean, I'm not going to have the experience. I'm going to be charged with attempted equestricide. Or at very least, get a trebuchet and throw me at a stallion of some sort. Yeah, I know. I mean, like, I want it to be a bit impromptu. I just want to be driving along and fucking shoot out a window. At a school bus, maybe. Oh, yeah, I want to ruin some lives. Yeah. Any of this. This is all fantastic. Let's use let's use this fucking meat I got for one one last hurrah. Sure. Fuck it. Throw it around. See what yeah, use me as bait. <laughs> I got my head shaved by a jumbo jet. What? What? That's this is the, weirder than my other comment. That's other the part. first line of the song, okay. song two by Blur. Oh. The song that most people just know as Woohoo! Oh, yeah, that's the only part of the song. Yeah. yeah. It's not really a song. And that's their only hit in the United States, and it's called "Song Two. So what? There's another dead person uh, story here. Uh, a Jones Bernie. Here we go. Yeah, we'll just skip to the. Uh, we'll go to the headline here. More murder. Funeral home sued after man hoping to be quote raptured is cremated. That's not how the rapture works. No. No, you got to still be alive to get raptured. Also, you can't turn rapture into a verb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did. They done done it. Raptured following the second coming. Yeah, you just you skip the whole rapture part. Yeah. You're not around for the apocalypse. You just either go to heaven or hell or just die. Um, Are you sure? Pretty positive. Um. Woohoo! Yeah, so being extremely religious, the suit stated that Harold um, strictly desired not to be cremated as he believed his body would be raptured following the second coming. However, the funeral funeral home notified the family on December 10th that they accidentally cremated the body. That is a whoopsie. Uh, the suit stated the plaintiff, Eunice Lee, Harold's wife, was violently shaking in shock when she learned of the mistake. Um, that was also the first time she found out he was dead. Uh-huh. So it was a it was a big day. I super want to be cremated. You don't want to fly, do you want to fly out a fucking window of a Honda Odyssey? <laughs> you could shoot me out like out of a back of a vacuum. Well, like what if it's like a 2017 Honda Odyssey with no options? Cloth interior. God, not even in death. Yeah, you would have someone would have to clean you up. Yeah. No, he was. There was no. The body wasn't injured in any way, which is kind of fucking amazing. 
I want to make a bit of a mess. I don't want to, you know, not ruin somebody's entire day, but 30 minutes. Yeah, John Travolta ruins a lot of people's days. We get it. Right. Um, all right. So, yeah. I'm afraid of small, small enclosed spaces, so I wanted to This guy doesn't uh, understand the rapture, and that's uh, mostly that. Um, this one's a New Hampshire story, if it loads. I like New Hampshire. That's yeah. not really true. Uh, Litchfield, New Hampshire. Gross. Um. New Hampshire couple fights off hatchet-wielding stranger who burst into bedroom and asked, how do you want to die? Mm-hmm. Which I think you're already at answering the question for them by arriving with a hatchet. Yeah. Um, I don't even know why you would ask that. Yeah, They're like, it's actually, um, what is, how do you want to <laughs> die? Yeah. So Ian Morris, 24, is facing charges that include attempted murder, burglary, and, burglary, and kidnapping after an incident on Evergreen Circle in Litchfield. The victims did not know Morris, who lives in Jaffrey. Wow. And police said it appears to have been a random incident. Um, so this dude, here he is. Uh-huh. Mm, fits the bill. Yep, he did it. You want to you give him a quick description? Um, he's got incredibly greasy hair. His, hair. his eyes are a little too close together. Um, got a slanting forehead and... Just kind of some 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 dirty facial hair. Um, yeah, looks like a pretty nice fella. Doesn't. Um, yeah, I mean, how do you show up with a hatchet and and not end up killing anybody? Right. He didn't I kill feel anybody. like if you have intent to kill, you don't you you don't bust out with a catchphrase. You just start <laughs> murdering up some people. Or you don't bust either. You sneak in and just start fucking hacking up mm-hmm. sleeping bodies. Hold on, I'm getting hard. Mm-hmm. Look at my beautiful flower. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to f- have the full effect, you have to say that to your mother. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you somehow made it weirder. <laughs> yep. I mean, I didn't think, I thought I had made it weird. <laughs> I, I used my son's saying about his hard penis really in conjunction with murdering strangers in their bed, and you made it weirder. <laughs> Conjunction, junction. What's your function? <laughs> Making it weirder. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it was like an older couple too, and they fought him off. To make it more fun, we'll just say they beat him off. Yeah. And uh, did they push him off their pontoon boat? <laughs> yeah, they did. Dude fucking stood up, took the weapons away, gave it to the girl, and held the guy there by his shirt until the cops came. He had a hatchet and a knife. Yeah. Took both of them away from the kid. Um. Yeah. The victim was able to knock the hatchet and knife from Morris's hands, and the female res- resident picked up the weapons. Are they really victims if they survived? They're just, uh, you sure. know. Sure. I mean, they were victims of getting woken up. I feel like a victim every night when my kids wake me up in the middle of the night like dickheads to I like make to me come in there. I like to think of them as the TCB gladiators, not victims. Yeah. Is that that place with the yogurt? <laughs> That's TCBY. Yeah. yeah. No, it's the fucking Elvis... Elvis Presley catchphrase, taking care of business. Oh, okay. I did not know what you were talking about. Uh-huh. I tried to like put on like a like a yeah, I got you, and I had I did not have you. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Oh yeah, this guy. Meet the Japanese man paid to do nothing. Um. Okay. So you can rent this guy. Um. So before moving out of Tokyo for her new job, Akiri. 
Akari, sorry, Shirai, wanted to eat at the favorite restaurant she used to visit with her former husband. There was one issue. She didn't want to be flooded with thoughts about her divorce by going alone. But she didn't feel like inviting a friend and explaining the situation. So she rented Japan's do-nothing guy. So he's a leg whore. Uh, kind of. So she ordered her favorite dish, intermittently asked questions. She shared memories of her marriage with the man and showed him photos of, of their wedding. He nodded and gave curt answers, sometimes a dry laugh, and never initiated conversation. It was exactly what she wanted. I, I felt like I was with someone, but at the same time felt like I wasn't, since he existed in a way where I didn't have to be attentive to his needs or think of him. Has uh, she never <laughs> heard of a vibrator? <laughs> I mean, or Grubhub? You, you're not supposed to use one of those at your favorite restaurant, though. Well, Maybe one of those little remote... Yeah, the, the ones that have the litter box in the bathroom. I think they'd be cool with it. Yeah. Uh, I felt no awkwardness or pressure to speak. It may have been the first time I've eaten in complete silence. Ever? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just chatterboxing away by yourself, eating a fucking McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a weird job. I wonder how much this guy gets paid. He charges, oh, there you go. He charges 10,000 yen, about 64 pounds per session, and is most frequently hired to accompany people who are at a turning point in their life or want to rewrite traumatic memories. This, in hindsight, this sounds like a job I would hate the most. Because mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not comfortable with people's emotions coming at me. Mm-hmm. It seems like he's super comfortable with them. He or <laughs> he super indifferent. There. Yep. Like, why are you showing me a picture of this guy with his fucking mask on? You can't. I mean, why does he have to be out in public for you to take a picture of him? Just. You think you ever, ever eighty-one dollars and ninety cents American an hour? Well, that's a pretty good fucking rate to sit there and probably eat a meal. You think he fucks any of these people that hire him? He seems pretty indifferent to all of them, so I guess not. If I had to guess, I think a lot of sex that happens in this country, at least one <laughs> of the people's pretty indifferent at the time. Yeah, that's true. Not you. No. Get right in that bottle. Get in there. It's called a trash can, not a trash can't. Just <laughs> try to be positive. Uh, I have always hated... Up until this moment, I've always hated motivational speaking. For once, it's actually speaking to me. <laughs> I think you know. Yeah, it's a butthole. All right, so this this next story, moving upon, moving along. Um, this is one of those, so who's who's the dumbest person you've ever met? Ex-teacher shared how a student bewildered their whole school. I'm listening. So, I mean, this could, I suppose, be made up, but I hope it's not. So, uh, ex-teacher shares a jaw-dropping story about this his rather unusual ninth grader. Um, bah, 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 bah. So they might or last grade of middle school. Yeah. So they might not understand how to identify a noun or what theme is, but they somehow know how to make a plate, a mean plate of nachos. You learn pretty quickly not to judge a fish by the tree there for their tree climbing ability. I thought this was the rule when I was teaching until I met Kevin. Kevin isn't his real name, but it doesn't matter because he can't spell anyway. 
Kevin was a student of mine during my last year of teaching. He came to my classroom with a very with very little to show for his academic past. He moved a few times and thus was missing a lot of typical test scores. And we used to try to ballpark their ability. Don't worry. It was a ballpark. We didn't make major decisions until we actually had a chance to talk and work with the student for a bit. I thought, that's fine. I'll just do some one-on-one with Kevin and see what's up. One-on-one with Kevin was like conversing with someone who'd forgotten everything in a freak, if not impossible, amnesia accident. There was no evidence that he had learned anything past the second grade, and now he was in ninth grade. Flabbergasted, I figured we need to get serious with this. If he was going to be in my class, I needed to know why and how. I decided to meet with him, his guidance counselor, his parents, and another teacher to see if what was really going on. This is where it all became clear. It was by some incredible fluke that his family had not been wiped off the face of the earth years ago. Odds are his entire heritage was based on blind luck and some type of sick divine intervention that saves his family every time a threat presents itself. Kevin was the genetic pinnacle of this null achievement. Even my instructional lead, a woman who could find a redeeming trait in a Balrog, failed to see any reason this kid and his family should be alive today. So here's a list of events that made it abundantly clear that God exists and he's laughing uncontrollably. Kevin forgot when and where class was. On more than one occasion, I had to retrieve him from other classrooms. Kevin ate an entire 24-pack of crayons, puked, and then did it again the next day. This is ninth grade. I have no idea where he got crayons. Kevin's dad wrote tuition checks and mailed them to me, his English teacher. This was a public school. When I gave it back to Kevin, voided to give to his dad with a brief note explaining that this is a public school. Kevin got in trouble for trying to spend it at a 7-Eleven after school. Kevin was removed from the Colony Arts program for leaving his cutting board on the gas stove and starting a fire twice. Kevin threw his lunch at the school resource officer and tried to run away. He ran into a door and insisted it wasn't him. Kevin stole my phone during class. I called it. It rang. He denied that it was ringing. Not that it was his. Wasn't his. Not that he did it. No, he denied that the phone was actually ringing. He tried it three times before the end of the year. (laughs) Kevin called the basketball coach a motherfucking bitch during gym basketball tryouts were that afternoon kevin tried out it didn't go well kevin's mom wouldn't could never remember which school he went to she missed several meetings because she drove to other schools none of which he ever went to kevin tased tased himself in the neck before a football game kevin kept a bottle of orange kool-aid in his backpack for about four months he thought it would turn into alcohol he drank it during homeroom and threw up Kevin said the N-word a lot. Kevin was white. The high school was 84% black. Kevin got beat up a lot. Kevin stole another student's iPhone and tried to sell it back to him. Kevin didn't understand that his grade was dependent on tests, quizzes, homework, classwork, and participation. Kevin finished his first semester with a 3% average. He tried to bribe me with $11. Kevin spit on a girl and said, you should get out of those wet clothes. The the girl was the Spanish student teacher. Kevin didn't know Dottie. You should get out of this way. Kevin didn't know. <laughs> Kevin didn't know dogs and cats were different animals. <laughs> Kevin tried to download porn in the computer in the library at the circulation desk while he was <laughs> logged on. 
Kevin asked a girl to prom. He was in ninth grade and freshman. Don't go to prom by asking for her no- phone number and then texting her his address. <laughs> Kevin got gum, gum in his hair constantly. Uh, Kevin regularly tried to cheat on assignments by knocking the pile over, grabbing one before I had picked them all up and writing his name on it wherever there was room. Um, Kevin had several allergies, but neither of his parents nor he could remember what they were. <laughs> They were very concerned that the holiday party, it's high school, we don't have those, would have peanuts. When he, they finally got a doctor's note, he was allergic to amoxicillin. Uh, Kevin and his parents took a trip to Nassau. How the fuck did they even get airline tickets and forgot all of their luggage at home? I didn't believe him when he told me until I talked to his mom who told me first thing when, uh, uh, who told me first thing when I saw her at the bi-weekly meeting. Kevin's grandfather apparently passed away in a chainsaw accident. I can only assume God was looking the other way that day. You <laughs> should get out of those wet clothes. <laughs> After spitting on somebody. <laughs> I gotta try that. <laughs> I get maybe like if you like pretend like you accidentally spilled something on somebody. Right. <laughs> but spitting on a girl. <laughs> That'll work every time. <sighs> All right. Whew. That's all I got. That was pretty good. Uh, you want to try on my belt again? Kind of. <laughs> I'm going to spit on it. <laughs> uh, Kevin. No, you, you rascal. I hope Kevin uh, was his real name. Like, halfway through that list, I was like, I think Kevin's just R-worded. <laughs> and then... Uh, you that, could say it. And then when he... Uh, but it's funnier to me to say R-worded. Okay. Um, but then with the, the fucking spitting on them, I was like, oh, he's got some game. <laughs> I love how that's your response to that. Check out this debonair son of a bitch. Yep. All right. Well, I'll see you in a couple months. Yep. <laughs> Later, yo. Later. That's the end. Wait. Please wait. I see you did not heed my attempt to warn you. Sigh. Fuck it. Yo.